We are on Ksubis, the very bottom of Ayin Aleph Amid Bez 71b. Moving on to Ayin Bez Amid Aleph 72a. As our Gemara will continue to analyze and discuss uh, the previous Mishnah, the second Mishnah of the seventh parak of the seventh chapter. And the Gemara now will discuss uh, the case where a husband uh, refuses, he takes an oath that his wife cannot go to a house of mourning, a base of Avel, and can't go to a wedding. And if he does so, so then they have to get divorced. It's grounds for divorce uh, because he's preventing her from having a normal, healthy social life. Um, however, the, the mission also adds that if it's for a specific reason, which the Gemara will explain what that reason is in a few minutes, so then they, so then it's a, if it's for a valid reason, so then it's allowed. So the Gemara says, we're on the very bottom, the last line of 71b, and now to the top of Ayin Beis Aleph 72a. I understand the problem in preventing her from going to a wedding. So then you're preventing her from having that joy, that celebration, uh, from being involved uh, with others in their uh, celebration. But to prevent her from going to a house of mourning, what's, what's so terrible about that? Why is that? grounds for divorce. Why does she have to go to a to a shiva home? Why does she have to go to a house of mourning? So the more explains no. Ikatana, Lamachar Softa. There are those that say that even though uh, burial is referred to as uh, as Chesed emes, the ultimate kindness, because one will not receive uh, a kindness from that person. However, as we will see, there there is a social, general social benefit. Um uh, and societal benefit, which is that if she doesn't go to anybody's house to uh, to uh, comfort, so then nobody will come and comfort her when she when she passes away. Nobody will comfort her, or bekedamir in kolberi sofna. Alternatively, nobody will come to bury her, not just to comfort uh, and to provide hespedim to provide eulogies, uh, but nobody will even come to bury her. Tanya. So on that topic, we sort of go into a, a short side topic here about uh, the benefits of attending a funeral and attending a shiva home over um, rejoicing. What's the idea in the Pasuk? Um, uh, this is in Kohelas. That it is better to go to a house of mourning. Better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of celebration. Because that's the end of a person's life. And uh, you have to take it to heart. But what do you have to take to heart? Asks Devar Misa. Things that have to do with death. To realize that a person will eventually die. It's important to realize what a person should focus on. What's uh, important, what's really important in life. And one gets that by attending a funeral. One realizes that... Uh, he or she doesn't live forever, and also uh, we hear the eulogies about uh, re- what people really focus on towards the end of life, and about how we have to focus on what's meaningful, what's truly meaningful. Uh, he continues to say that uh, he who eulogizes others, so then people eulogize him, he who buries others, so then he will be buried, uh, those who lift others to bring them to their, they escort, they, they, they lift them, in this case, to, to bring them to the burial, so they'll also be lifted to burial. Dilave lavune, 
those who escort the mace, the deceased, towards their burial will also be escorted. And the tonight. Um, and those who, uh, if he if he carries others to their burial, he will also be carried. Uh, so we see this is a, a, a practical element here that um, if a person's involved in burial of others, so then people will take care of them, will take care of that person uh, when it is their time to leave this world. Um, others say that it's not just on a, on a very practical level, but it's also on, on a uh, but it's also just on a on a on a machshava level, on a, on a thought level, that when a person attends funerals, so then it means that they're gonna they're gonna focus on what's really what's really meaningful, as we mentioned before. Okay, so that is why a husband cannot uh, refuse to let his wife go and attend um, funerals. It is very important; it is more important to attend a funeral than to attend a wedding. However, the Gemara now continues. And analyzes the next part of the Mishnah. However, says the Mishnah, if there's a reason why the husband is refusing to let her go because of Dover Acher for some other reason, then it's allowed. What is this Dover Acher? My Dover Acher, what is this other reason? Because it's, uh, there are promiscuous people there. If there are promiscuous people there, it's the wrong environment, it's a bad environment. So then he could. It wouldn't be grounds for divorce. It wouldn't be grounds for divorce. Ravashi points out that this only applies if it's already it has been established that it's the wrong crowd, that it's uh, there's already promiscuous people there, and it's already uh, a very negative experience. But if it's uh, it has not been established for the husband just to make claims, that is that is not acceptable. That um, that's not a reason. Uh, for the husband to take an oath, and it will still be grounds for divorce if he's just, uh, it's his own concerns, but it hasn't been established, so then it will still be grounds for divorce. Okay, we now continue with the last case of the Mishnah, and hopefully we will conclude this Gemara and begin a new Mishnah in the next class. Uh, the end of the Mishnah says that um, if he takes some sort of condition, it's unclear exactly what the condition is going on. Some say it's when he's annulling the vow, he makes a condition. Uh, but the condition has to do with something that she said to him, that uh, he says that uh, she should tell somebody else. or She told him that he now tells her to tell somebody else. It's a very unclear Mishnah. What exactly is going on here that uh, would be embarrassing or she would refuse to fulfill this condition? So the Mark explains the Tema. Why doesn't she just say it? What are we talking about here? So I'm going to read This is talking about things that are of uh, of a disgrace. Things things that are are disgraceful. Um, and the I believe the the Rambam Imani says that what this is referring to is things that the husband and wife generally talk about when during their intimate times, when during their marital relations. That's what he's telling her to, to go tell somebody else. It's highly embarrassing and inappropriate to to discuss these things in front of somebody else and so therefore she wouldn't do it that's uh that's the explanation of many of the of the commentators okay the next case is uh he says that uh the oath will be annulled on the condition that she has to fill something up and pour it out into the garbage. So what are we talking about here? Why can't she just fill something up and pour something out? What are we talking about? To Ovid, let her go ahead and do this. Shmuel says, 
And it's referring to, so to speak, she should fill herself up and then shake herself out, meaning um, during uh, marital, when, when they're intimate, she should afterwards um, try to prevent herself from becoming pregnant. She should prevent herself from becoming pregnant, and then uh, she doesn't have to listen to that. Uh, and that, uh, She doesn't have to listen to that uh, condition. Um, and she's, she's allowed to become pregnant. Um, uh, the commentators give two different reasons. One reason is because she wants to have children because... Uh, even though the mitzvah, this is something that we've discussed in the past, the mitzvah of having children is only on the way we paskin. The way we hold in the end of the day is only on the father, not on the mother. Um, and we mentioned in the past the different reasons behind that. Uh, one of the reasons being that because uh, historically it's been so dangerous to become pregnant, uh, so even though obviously you need the wife to become pregnant, um, but we wouldn't put it as a command, as a mitzvah for her to become pregnant because it's asking her to, and demanding of her, to uh, be in a state of danger. Um, and so we wouldn't do that. We, the, the, the commandment is on the husband, but obviously we still need her, but the actual commandment is on the husband. So uh, it might not be a, mitz, uh, a mitzvah for her, but she wants to have children because, as the Gemara has explained in the past, it, it, it fulfills her, uh, it her, her desire and um, it's something that she wants so that when she's older also she'll have people who will her children will take care of her uh, alternatively uh, there are the commentators who explain that the reason why she wouldn't do this is because actually there's a prohibition there'd be a prohibition we know that there's a prohibition of to release and uh, semen for no reason that's not allowed and there are those who explain that this is not just a prohibition on the husband to release semen for no reason, but it's also on the wife. The wife cannot remove the semen from her body. Um, so that's why she would refuse this. Uh, that itself is a, that topic is a, is a major topic that we've discussed in the past, mostly in Mesechus Yavamos and Tractate Yavamos. Um, but those are two different reasons why she wouldn't listen, either because she wants to have kids or because there's really a prohibition involved here to uh, to remove the semen from her body. Uh, so that's all according to Shmuel. Uh, the Masnisa, in the Bryce, it's taught, what, what is the case of the mission? The case of the mission is where um, she, the, the husband just asks her to fill up 10 jugs of, jugs of water and then pour it out, basically to act foolishly, act without any purpose, um, so that also is grounds for divorce. So the Gemara says, I understand according to Shmuel, the first opinion that it's about removing the zera, the semen from her body. So that's grounds for divorce because uh, she wants to have kids. But what's the difference to her? If he, if he tells her to go and fill up 10 jugs of water and pour it out, let her do that. What's the problem? So the Gemara says, no. No. Because she's going to look like an idiot. She's going to look like an idiot. We don't, we're don't. we not going to make her look like an idiot. We're not going to do that. Okay. And finally, similarly, as we conclude this Gemara, the Gemara now gives a few cases where the husband um, refuses uh, to let his wife act like a, a normal citizen of her community, of society, and that is also grounds for divorce. Amr of Kahana of Kahana says, Hamadr sishe shilotishel v'shiltashel nafa ukvara b'rechaim v'tanur he takes an oath and obligates his wife not to borrow. She cannot borrow utensils that people generally borrow. It used to be that um, they would share they would share utensils. Not everybody would have everything they need in their in their kitchen, uh, so they would share utensils. So he refuses to allow his wife to borrow a sifter, a sieve, a mill, or an oven. 
um, and also can't lend out. Uh, that she cannot borrow and she cannot lend out. Um, uh, basically, to to function within the norms of society, so they have this grounds for divorce. Because uh, it's giving her a bad reputation amongst her neighbors, um, and uh, they'll think that she's uh, too stingy or or full of herself, and she cannot act within society properly. So that's grounds for divorce. Similarly, similarly we have in the following brayso. The same case that we had before. If the husband takes an oath on his wife that she cannot borrow and cannot lend any of these things, grounds for divorce because uh, it gives her a bad name uh, amongst her community. She's not functioning within society. Similarly, she takes an oath. Similarly, Similarly, if she takes an oath uh, that she shouldn't do any of these things, uh, it also includes in here that she won't sew nice garments for her children, and the husband has to accept it. She takes the oath, and the husband has to accept it. So then, also, that is grounds for divorce in that case. Um, not only that, but the without ksuba, she doesn't receive her ksuba because she took this oath um, that uh, she wouldn't do any of these things and function within society, and she'll have a bad reputation. Um, and they'll think that uh, he told her to do this, so this is grounds for divorce, and um, she would have to get divorced. If she's the one who takes the oath, she would have to get divorced without Aksuba, because she's the one who is causing this. Okay, that is the end of the Gemara, and we'll begin a new mission, a new topic, a very interesting topic, the next topic in the next class.